Welcome into Mama Throwsville High School, the shoebox at Mama Throwsville High School. Got a good one tonight. We got the Mama Throwsville Titan girls taking on the Morrison Phillies. A Three Rivers Conference West Division matchup, an important one actually, as both teams playing good basketball early on in the season, and both have uh, high hopes to claim a division championship by the end. This is a big one tonight. I'm Sean Temple alongside Ethan Sikorsky. How you doing, Ethan? I'm good, Sean. How are you? Doing fantastic. It's going to be a fun one, I think. Yeah, this is my first time getting to watch the girls in person. I've watched them online a couple times, but uh, I'm really interested in this. You know, both two really supposed to coming in really good West Division teams, so I'm really excited to watch a good basketball game tonight. You're going to see a tough, hard-nosed, uh, tight-knit group here for the Mama Throwsville Titan girls. They play hard, got not a ton of height, but a lot of, a lot of those tweeners, a lot of those tweener heights that play really hard and play together. This is a fun team to watch. Yeah, ever since I was even a freshman in high school, every every girls team I've ever seen play out coming out of Mama Rosa High School is just they're just hard fought, well known. You know, they're they're fundamental. They, they just get the job done. They're always a fun group to watch. Two leading scorers, or two of the top three leading scorers for Mammoth Roseville is a freshman and a sophomore. Brianna Woodard, a freshman, averaging 10 points. And Carmen Houston, a sophomore, the leading scorer, at 14 points. And then junior Maddie Gillen at 13, a uh, little over 13 points per ball game. Uh, only one senior, Bell Thompson, on this entire ball club. 8-0 with only one senior. Yeah, I mean, it's exciting to see such a young roster because, you know, you know we're 8-0 right now and you're probably going to make some kind of playoff push towards one that comes February, March. And then as soon as, whenever we get stopped, whether, you know, whether, wherever it is, we're just going to turn around with the same group and come right back at them next year. This is the Kellogg Printing pregame show. Kellogg Printing has been on the public square in Mama since 1924. Kellogg Printing is a full-service commercial printer serving local and nationwide clients. Ethan and I broadcasting from the Vic Royce Furniture Broadcast booth. And as always, this game is also brought to you by the Greater Warren County United Way. All funds donated to the local United Way go directly towards agencies and programs created for Warren County communities. Looking at the Three Rivers Conference's West Division standings, on top is the Sherrard Tigers. That's a really good ball club in Sherrard. Just another good team they throw out there. Yeah, I mean, I mean, when you think about girls basketball in the area, I think you always think about the Sherrard Tigers. So then uh, I'm interested to watch that matchup. You know, Morrison, like we said, is good. Uh, Three Rivers boys and girls. It's just one one great conference to come be a part of. I'm so glad that we, we went together with all sports in the Three Rivers Conference. I thoroughly enjoyed the volleyball season. Mammoth Roseville was very was very competitive in the West Division all the way down to the final week. Still going for the for the division title. The boys, uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to doing seeing some new teams for the boys' side, and the girls have gotten off to a good start. I'm thoroughly enjoying this Three Rivers Conference deal. Kind of gives me uh, some old Olympic Conference kind of feels. It does, it does. In our division, we got the old Olympic Conference, Gerard Tigers, Rockridge Rockets, and the Orion Chargers for sure. Uh, looking at the Morrison Phillies, they are seven and one, six and one, and then they caught a forfeit. Uh, I, it wasn't just a cancel game. They're calling it a forfeit win against Milledgeville. They were supposed to play on uh, Tuesday night, and that game got canceled. So they haven't played for a week. They beat Riverdale 62-36 to last Thursday. Mammoth Roseville beat uh, Riverdale back on November 29th by 31. So, yeah, pretty comparable Pretty comparable there. Uh, they've got a couple of really good post players. they got a 6'3", Shelby Veltrop, and a 6'2", her sister, Cameron Veltrop, a freshman and a junior. And uh, everything flows through them. They combined for 34 points. Yeah, I'm just sitting here watching them warm up, and I'm, I was I was just about to make the comment, man, they got some big girls on the floor right now. 
it's going to be the height versus basically just the scrappy toughness of this Mammoth Rosa Ball Club. You know what they say, styles make fights. It's going to be a good one. Yeah, absolutely. I'm excited. I got a chance to talk to head coach, acting head coach, kind of interim head coach for Mammoth Roseville. Don Looper is uh, Coach Weber, Scott Weber, still feeling under the weather. So uh, Coach Don Looper stepping in again. He's 1-0 in his uh, interim tag here with Mammoth Roseville. I got a chance to talk to Don a little bit earlier this afternoon. We'll come back with that Security Savings Bank pregame coaches interview in 30 seconds. Welcome back to the Kellogg Printing pregame show. It's time for our Security Savings Bank pregame coaches interview. Security Savings Bank, part of your community, part of your life. Member FDIC taking charge again for the Titans tonight. We've got Don Looper, assistant uh, varsity coach. How you doing, Coach Looper? Hey, Sean. How are you? Pretty good today, bud. Good, good. Uh, big one tonight. Big one tonight against Morrison. We'll uh, we'll get to the Phillies here in a little bit, but uh, we'll talk about uh, the game the other night against Erie Profits down. Wow, fifty six to twenty. Uh, actually, your last three games have been uh, pretty pretty uh, pretty handily won by the Titans. Girls playing some pretty good basketball right now. Yeah, they are. They're <clears throat> they're moving really well with each other. Um, they're covering the floor. Um, they're covering the floor really well. A lot of communication on the floor, and um, it shows. They're 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 connected. They're connected by one common thing, and and they know where each other is at. They they know when they're going to be there, and it's a very unselfish group to boot. So when you have all of those things, uh, good things are going to happen. Yeah, you and I talked on the post game show the other night uh, after the EP game, and and I I mentioned that I really 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 like watching this group of girls play basketball. I mean, eight no helps. Don't get me wrong, but they could be. I mean, they could be four and four right now, and, and I would still enjoy watching this team play. They play together so well. Not only do they play together well, just the, the atmosphere uh, in the gym. I mean, everything that that Coach Weber and these girls have been put building um, and and creating from day one. Um, there's just a, there's a lot of commonality in that gym, and there's it just they're very unselfish. You know, I think they play well together, and their friendship shows in the gym. Um, and a lot of communication, at times a lot of laughter, meaning they just they just blend well. And I think that, that, that feeds out on the court. Um, they, they act as one, you know, and they're not, you know, nobody's trying to get theirs, so to speak. Um, and, and they have a huge amount of heart and competitiveness. And you add all that together, and you say it's, it's, it's fun to watch. Yeah, I know. After good plays, you get you know they point at one another, pat each other on the back. If somebody makes a mistake, it's usually somebody will go right over to them and say it's it's going to be just fine. It's going to be just fine. And, and I'll tell you, it's really showing on the defensive end. Uh, a bunch of games in the twenties, bunch of games in the thirties. Only one team has scored forty points, and that was the very first game of the season. Everybody else you've held under forty. That cohesiveness is definitely definitely showing itself on the defensive end. Oh, they're tenacious. They really are. I think. I think. I think they. They even themselves have taken upon this kind of a prideful thing about playing defense. You know, because I think they realize, and we've all discussed it at times, that you know you're going to have certain nights where you're more on than others, so to speak, offensively. But you can always play defense. You know, you can always play with heart and and have the the mindset that well. I might not have scored down there, but they're not going to score down here either. So, and then that kind of they kind of shore up, and and they really speed well. They they slip help side well. Um, you know, like you say, be, 
they're fun to watch because they're 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 doing it right. And and we still have room to improve. Don't get me wrong, but they're they're making some strides in definitely the right direction. Well, it's fun to watch, and it's it's certainly fun to broadcast. But it's got to be it's got to be a refreshing joy to have a group like this to coach. Well, I'm I'm blessed, man. My first year in, and I mean I'm not blessed under the current circumstances. But I might have mentioned the other night to you, I think that you know, my first day or two in the gym when we had a couple open gyms, you know, kind of before we got going and practice got going. And, and getting to know the girls. Some of them I didn't know, you know. And what the first thing that stood out to me was the mood in the gym. It wasn't, okay, okay, we got it, we're here, we got to do this drill. No, these girls are all about, they're getting on it, you know, and they know what to do. You know, it doesn't mean we do everything perfectly. Mm-hmm. We have to refine and get better at what we do. But And, and, and just the communication and, and how they got along, was the first thing that I noticed. It wasn't quite yet. It wasn't even the skill set. They do have that, but it impressed me of just just the the atmosphere in that gym and how those girls got got along. And I think that 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 bodes well to Coach Weber and and the environment that he creates in that gym with those girls. Morrison Phillies. This is a good ball club. We uh, we haven't seen uh, this quality of a team in in at least a couple weeks, a week or two. Morrison Phillies coming in tonight. What do you know about the Phillies? They're seven and one, or eight and zero. They're going to bring their best. You know, they're going to want to knock us off. They they predominantly play. They they've got a couple sisters play. I don't know. They're six, six two, six one, six three, something like that. I think uh, junior and a freshman. I want to say, and they play. They they that's their strength. They really target those two post players. Which wouldn't you? If you had two six foot plus girls. Sure. On the sure. Sure, um, but yeah, they do what they do. I think they do very well, and um, we're going to have to really guard that well. Um, but, but we were talking last night, last couple nights, getting ready for this game. Is it's not just on our post defenders. It, the other half of that coin is our perimeter players, and they they've got to make it difficult and unpleasant and uncomfortable for uh, Morrison's girls outside to even get good looks to look inside. So it's going to be a great give-and-take tonight. Um, you know, Morrison comes in at 7-1. You know, I think our girls are ready. And um, we know Morrison's coming in and going to be ready. And I'm, I, I do like our chances. I, I, the girls, this, they're so eager. They're, 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 they, want, they want some challenges. They want to play some, you know, some, some good ball. And uh, to kind of see what we're made of. So I'm, I'm kind of like we're kind of like that horse in a horse track race, getting ready to come out of the gate. We're, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm really confident in where where our heads at. I'll put that way. All right, coach. Just going to be a fun one. We'll talk to you afterwards. Good luck. Thank you, Sean. You bet. That's head coach Don Luber for the Mama Throwsville Titans uh, this evening. Be back on the sidelines, filling in for uh, for Scott Weber. We'll be back with more of the pregame show. You've been listening to the Security Savings Bank pregame coaches interview. Brought to you by Security Savings Bank. Part of your community, part of your life. Member FDIC. Back here at Mama Throwsville High School, getting ready for the starting lineups. Our, our national anthem brought to you by your local Allstate Insurance Agency. Stanton Insurance in Mama since 1919. We'll get to our keys to the game. The Robert Thompson trucking keys to the game. Number 20, 
For all your rock, sand, dirt, and grain hauling needs, call Robert Thompson Trucking at 768-2697. My broadcast partner tonight, Ethan Sikorsky. What's the keys to the Titans getting a win tonight? I think tonight, you know, with two uh, big six-foot girls, we've definitely got to, like, you know, when, the, when they enter the ball into the post, we've got to be able to come in, dig down, take the ball away from them. And, uh, I mean, if the stats show correctly, I mean, they're not a great three-point shooting team, so if we can limit their stuff to three-point shooting, I think we'll be all right. And starting lineups going here at Mama the Roseville. Lights are off. Spotlight is flashing around. This is a new deal here at Mama the Roseville, and I'm digging it. Your starting lineups tonight, courtesy of your Mammoth Area McDonald's. First for the Morrison Phillies. Jordan Eads, a five-foot-seven sophomore, averaging eight points and three rebounds. Callie Fisher, a five-foot-three senior, at a point and a half and a rebound and a half a game. And the two big girls in the middle, Cameron Beltrop, a six-foot-two freshman, averaging 16 points and seven and a half rebounds. Her sister, Shelby Beltrop, a six-foot-three junior, averaging 18 points and five and a half rebounds. And Kendra Fisher, a five-foot-seven senior, three points and a rebound and a half. For Mammoth Roseville, they'll start Bell Thompson, four points, three rebounds. Maddie Gillen, a junior, 13 and a half points and four and a half rebounds a game. Lexi Finnegum, a junior, three points, three rebounds a game. Brianna Woodard, a freshman, 10 points, five rebounds. And Carmen Houston, 14 points and eight rebounds, a ball game. And we are ready to go. This is going to be a good one, Ethan. Yeah, it should be. Jumping up will be, that'll be, uh, what we got, uh, that's Brianna Woodard is going to jump center against uh, the Veltrop, uh, Carmen Veltrop, and we're underway. The Mustangs have won the the uh, the jump ball, so they'll get the ball first. Tried to enter, tried to force it into the lane, into the six-foot-two Carmen, uh, Cameron Veltrop, tipped away by Monmouth Roseville. Boy, that's going to be big. Yeah, it looks like right away that the Titans are looking to the front right away and trying to take away that over the top and have somebody on the backside. Pressure on those guards are going to be good, uh, going to be big. Don't, don't make that pass easy. And Carmen Houston nearly tips away the pass from Morrison, and it does go off of uh, Shell, uh, Car Cameron Veltrop. It'll be Titan basketball. It sounds, or it looks very uh, similar that uh, they're used to getting fronted. So a lot over the top, and uh, hopefully we can get a couple fingers on, just alter some passes. Titan basketball, their first trip on offense here. Bell Thompson, right wing to Maddie Gillen. Little drop pass, tried a little give and go down to Carmen Houston. Loose on the floor as the ball was tipped away by Morrison. Jump ball will go to Monmouth Roseville. It'll be Titan basketball. 7.28, first quarter. Titan basketball, Bell Thompson to Carmen Houston. Driving down the left side of the lane, shot was blocked. Out of bounds by Cameron Veltrop. Uh, uh, Cameron averages three blocks a game, and Shelby averages three and a half blocks a game. Six and a half blocks a game coming from. There's teams that don't average even nearly six and a half blocks a game. Three-pointer on the way is good by Maddie Gillen. That's, I think, where we're going to find our most success is around the perimeter. We're not going to make a lot of baskets on the inside with those two big girls in there. They work it around the perimeter very well. I've been impressed with their ball movement all season long so far. Quickly down the floor comes Morrison, and travel call is going to go against Cameron Beltrop. So our first three-pointer sponsored by Dame Fine Coffee and Monmouth and Macomb. Get a latte, energy drink, and more at Dame Fine Cafe. I'm very impressed so far with the way Carmen Houston is playing uh, in the post with these girls so far. Yeah, I'll tell you what, she's not going to get out, out scrapped, yeah. not out physical. She, she'll get physical with no matter how tall you are. Bell Thompson's shot is blocked 
by Cameron Veltrop. She's going to bring it over the floor. That's Shelby Veltrop, excuse me. Her shot no good. Backside rebound, jump ball between Bell Thompson and Jordan Eads. It will go to Morrison on the alternating possession. 3-0 Mama Throwsville. We are a minute and a half into this first quarter. Trying to stay in that West Division hunt in the Three Rivers Conference. Titans are undefeated at 2-0 in conference play. Shot no good by Shelby Veltrop. Rebounded by the Titans. Here they come looking to run. Bell Thompson, no numbers, pulls it up. Free throw line jumper in and out. No good by Brianna Woodard. Got a good look. Yeah, I, I, I think I like that jump shot coming from her. I'm comfortable with her taking that. Callie Fisher up the floor, guarded tightly by Bell Thompson at the point. Jumper in the lane is no good. Just rolls out on Cameron Veltrop, or that's Shelby Veltrop. If those are the kind of shots that we're giving the Veltrop girls where they're a little uncomfortable going away from the basket, I think we'll find great success tonight. Absolutely. Push them out from that lane as much as you can. Bell Thompson, a little give and go off the screen from Brianna Woodard, is kicked by uh, Morrison. Good idea. Good idea on that. That's that's worked very well so far for the Titans this year. A little give and say, go. I've already seen twice a couple of little screen and rolls, and we're just, just like a half a second late from being there. Maddie Gillen in the lane, a little double pump, no good. Might have been tipped by the Phillies. Here they come on the rebound. Eads uh, tries to force it up the floor and tipped away by Carmen Houston in the passing lane again. Yeah, she's just doing a great job already here just three minutes into the ball game. Lexi Finnecum in the corner to Gillen. Feeds the post to Cameron Houston. Goes up strong and her shot is blocked. That That's is where it. I don't think we're going to find much no, success. I don't think so. I mean, this is this is the Titans game. Feed Carmen and just let her go to work. But with uh, she's given up several inches to uh, Cameron. It's going to be Carmen versus Cameron. <laughs> Veltrop uh, off the inbounds. Lexi Finnecum a three on the way. No good. Backside rebound. Tipped out of bounds by Morrison. It will stay with Mammoth Roseville. Pretty good position there by Cameron Houston on uh, on uh, Cameron Veltrop. Carmen Houston on Cameron Veltrop. That's going to be a problem for me all night. <laughs> yeah. Carmen Houston, Cameron Veltrop. And another shot blocked by the Phillies. Here they come on the run. Jordan Eads, shot no good. Might have been tipped by the Titans. Here they come on the run out. Houston is scores. Cameron scores. Carmen scores. 5-0 and a turnover in the backcourt. Lexi Finnecum over to Woodard. Misses the layup. Those are the tough ones. Oh, that would have been a 7 nothing lead. That was a beautiful steal in the backcourt and a beautiful feed. After that layup, that's usually when the opposing coach starts uh, making that little quick timeout. <laughs> Eads trying to drive on Maddie Gillen. Maddie Gillen wouldn't have none of that. Now they skip pass. Three on the way from the left wing is good. Nice shot on that left wing. They don't shoot a lot of threes. They've only made 12 in the first six, uh, seven ball games they've they've played. So with those two girls in the middle, I wouldn't be shooting a lot of threes either. Yeah, me either. <laughs> <laughs> Three ball by uh, by uh, Eads is sponsored by Dame Fine Coffee. Titans turn it over and on the run out by Morrison, they turn it over. Boy, they really try to force that ball into into Cameron Veltrop and Shelby Veltrop. I mean, really force it in there. Yeah, it just seems like their entire offense right now is just get the ball into their hands and kind of work off them. 5-3, 4-11 to go first quarter. Titans lead by two for Morrison. Morrison at 7-1, Titans at 8-0. Right wing is, or right elbow is Brianna Woodard. Now to 
Bell Thompson gives it to Carmen Houston, goes up strong, no good. It's going to be tipped out of bounds by Houston. Yeah, that's going to be tough taking it up on the uh, on the Veltrop sisters because they're not even they're not even jumping. They're just standing straight up and they're tall enough that yeah. And I know that's her game, but tonight it's just not going to be the thing. We're going to have to find somebody else. In the and again, the Veltrop sisters are very good. I don't even think they would bite on a ball fake because they're not leaving the ground. Right. So a ball yeah, fake. Growing and up, going I'm up, sure they were in a lot of foul trouble. Oh, absolutely. First mask break of the night, sponsored by Tickums Electric. If you're looking for an electrician contractor you can trust, call Tickums Electric at 335-3034. We'll be back in one minute. Back underway here at the shoebox at Mama Throwsville High School. Morrison with the basketball following the mask timeout. Now a travel call on uh, the Morrison Phillies, and somebody up in the student section must have been calling for it too. <laughs> the official looked up in <laughs> the student section and nodded his head and called to travel. <laughs> yeah, usually uh, the student section, somebody's in there, prob probably is correct. 5-3, <laughs> Titans with a two-point lead and the basketball. Right wing is Finnecum. Gives it up to Bell Thompson. She has to give it up to Maddie Gillen. Now back to Finnecum in the corner. Drives off a screen, pull-up jumper. Finnecum no good. Backside rebound, picked up by Morrison. Be a lot of one and dones for Mama Throwsville tonight. Yeah, not a lot of offensive boards tonight with these two girls. And that's kind of where we make a living. Now one of the Bell Trops is doubled, tipped away by Lexi Finnicum, throws it up the floor to Bell Thompson, takes it in, no good. Good defense by Morrison, but Thompson gets a rebound, puts it back in. Yeah, right after talking about not getting many offensive boards, Bell Thompson picks one <laughs> up and gets her own little uh, basket off of it. It is seven to three, and now a steal in the backcourt by Mama Throwsville off the press. Gillen. Takes it down the baseline and scores. Nice move by Maddie. 9-3, Titans over the Phillies. Great start by Mama Rosal tonight. I'm really impressed with how they've played and how their speed and just Fenicum, like another steal by Fenicum. She's got a ton of them this year and got a ton of them tonight. Bell Thompson baseline jumper, no good. Rebounded by the Veltrops. That would have been a big one there. 9-3. And now Bell Thompson's going to get a reach this time on Callie Fisher. A little bit too much that time. Yeah, just a little much. Uh, with Lexi Finnecum, with her getting all her uh, turnovers and steals, you know, I have her younger brother, Tyler, on my JV team. He's, he just plays exactly the same. You can just tell they grew up playing basketball in the driveway together. Lexi is uh, leading, no, not leading the team in steals. She does average two a game. I know she's got that already. I count that in the first six minutes of the ball game here. Tipped out of bounds. No, saved by Morrison, but it goes right to Monmouth Roseville, and the pass from Finnecum to Maddie Gillen just a little bit out of her reach. I'd like to see a little more loft on that pass, just a little bit softer there. Yeah, she fired that thing. Looked like, looked like uh, Brett Farr firing one <laughs> over the middle there. 9-3, Monmouth Roseville with a six-point lead. We're at the two-minute mark of the first quarter. Driving down the right sideline is Jordan Eads, and nearly stolen away by Monmouth Roseville, but a reach foul on Brianna Woodard. Oh, that's one of those tough reach calls. As a coach, I hate being called, but it's just one of those cheap ones that you don't really want your players to pick up, but it seems like no matter what you tell them, they always pick them up. <laughs> buy them books and buy them books. <laughs> Two fouls tonight in the ball game. They're both by Monmouth Roseville. Thompson and Woodard picking up a foul apiece. None for Morrison yet. They get it in the paint. No good. Turnaround jumper by Shelby Beltrop. And I'm like you. If, if I'm Mammoth Roseville, I'm, I'm happy that the Beltrops are fading away on shots. Yeah. I mean, if they're settling for those kind of shots all, all, all night, then I think we're going to find a good win tonight. Two blocks on the same trip by Shelby Beltrop. Blocked the initial shot. And now a jump ball in the backcourt. That's going to go to Mammoth Roseville. Good pressure at midcourt by by uh, Bell Thompson. <laughs> Shelby Beltrop got two blocks on the same possession. 
Yeah, she might uh, have a double-double with blocks alone tonight. <laughs> she averages three and a half, and I know she's probably got three already, <laughs> too. We've got to reach some, some season highs in this first half. Minute and a half to go first quarter. Titans by six, nine, three, and a foul. Be the first foul on Morrison. We'll go against Jordan Eads. Do we have any idea what the uh, state record for blocks in the game is? I don't know, but we <laughs> might have to look it up because I know, and I, it's hard to tell apart. They're about the same size. They look very similar, Cameron and Shelby. Nice backdoor cut by Cameron Houston, but gets her shot altered by Shelby Beltrop. And it's going to go out of bounds off Monmouth Roseville. Brianna Woodard battling uh, Bailey Brewer, who's in the ballgame for Morrison for the possession. Also in is Diana Robbins. Starter still on the floor for Monmouth Roseville. Then it comes, almost gets a steal, and tips it back in. Here comes Carmen Houston. Ahead to Bell Thompson. She'll back it back out. No numbers. Finnecum right down the middle of the lane. Throws it up off the glass. No good. Carmen Houston battling for the rebound, but outreached by the Morrison Mustangs. And now Finnecum another steal. Sloppy ball handling here by, Mama, by Morrison. And a shot block again off of Bell Thompson. <laughs> as she took it in. There's going to be no shots in the paint. It's no. as simple as that tonight yeah, for Mama Rose. Unless we get one of them in foul trouble, we've just got to work around kind of that mid-range three-point area. Shelby Beltrop with a miss, but her sister Cameron has the putback. So it's 9-5, Mama Throwsville with 30 seconds to go. They're, every shot we've taken in the paint so far tonight, at least 90% of them have been blocked by one of the Beltrops. Yeah, just getting altered. And a reach and foul, a little too much, uh, a little too hard defense by Jordan Eads. That'll be her second for uh, the Morrison Phillies. Hey, I was going to tell you, we're already kind of struggling to figure out which sister is which, but it's not fair <laughs> that they're only one number apart. You're right, 21, 22. <laughs> they both got long hair, so it, it kind of covers up the number in the back anyway. That's something I never had to worry about was long <laughs> hair covering up my number in the back. Me either. <laughs> Whenever I did try to, I tried to grow a mullet back when mullets were cool, and it just curled back up over my head. <laughs> Drop pass from Finnecombe to Brianna Woodard, who on any other night ends up in a layup to Woodard. Mm -hmm. She got tied up by Veltrop. The thing that now Brianna Woodard has the one foul, and we've, we've got to avoid getting her into foul trouble, because if we lose her, she, we're going to give up an, even more sides than we have already have given up so far this game. Finnecombe gets another steal. Up ahead to Bell Thompson with the second. Shot up. No good. That's how the first quarter will end. Mammoth Roseville enjoys a four-point lead, nine to five. We'll come back with the second quarter here at Mammoth Roseville High School on Sunday night on AM 1330 FM 94.1 WRM. Back here at Mammoth Roseville High School, we got the pep band here. Got a nice, uh, nice what four or five rows of student section here. Good conference night at the shoebox. Yeah, you know it's something that we've kind of missed. You know, last year with no fans at all, so it was kind of nice to get everybody back into the gym and it just gets that shoebox feel that we've been missing. Forgot to let you folks know that tonight's referees are sponsored by Kehoe Eye Care. Your eyes on the game for tonight, brought to you by Kehoe Eye Care and Mammoth and Gelsberg. Make sure you're seeing every play. Get your eyes examined regularly with Kehoe Eye Care. No free throws in the ball game tonight through one quarter. Not a lot of fouls either, two team fouls apiece. So, but for a 9-5, for pretty defensive game, both teams. Uh, both teams stand pretty clean foul-wise. Yeah, I mean, when low scoring, I mean, both these teams only average giving up about 30 points a game, so I don't expect to see much scoring tonight. Starting the second quarter for Mama Throws, Mariah Reading. First player off the bench for the Titans. Looks like Coach Looper might be getting another one in, and a long shot by Bell Thompson is missed. Here comes Morrison on the run out. Layup is good by Cameron 
Veltrop. She got up the floor pretty good. Up yeah. the floor pretty well. So it's a 9-7 ball game now. Titans by two. Been a while since they've scored. Now Reading gets it taken away. Up ahead to Cameron Veltrop. Ahead to her sister Shelby. Shot no good. Gets her own rebound. Misses the putback. Boy, Titans, do Titans dodged a bullet there. Yeah, definitely got a little bit lucky. I know they run the floor really well. Ooh, boy, Carmen Houston. Ahead, uh, a nice, beautiful pass to Mariah Reading. And from behind, one of the Veltrops came and put it up in about the third row behind the, behind the, the uh, basket. <laughs> Isn't it crazy? I was just saying they run the floor well, and then here she comes back on defense <laughs> just to get another block. She, yeah, she hustled. Great pass by Carmen Houston. The right play, and uh, just uh, layup, another layup blocked by the Veltrops. Now screen from Woodard for Maddie Gillen. They get it now knocked away from Gillen. Dribbles, guarded tightly by Diana Robbins. There, now a foul. Yeah, there we go, a foul on Robbins. Coach Kelly Grimm wanted a uh, offensive foul on on uh, Maddie Gillen. She was just clearing some space there. Yeah, I mean, I can understand, you know, asking for the offensive foul with the elbow being thrown, but you also got to give a little bit give of space on defense. Yeah. Right, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Kelly Grimm in her fifth season with the uh, Morrison Mustangs. Mariah Reading in the, in the paint. Loses the handle on it, loose on the floor. That's going to be a jump ball. No timeout taken by the Morrison Phillies. First timeout for Coach Grimm with 6.27 to go here in the second quarter. The Titans lead 9-7. They've been stuck on nine for some time. It's going to be a 30-second timeout, so we'll keep it here. This timeout sponsored by Tinkham's Electric. If you're looking for an electrician contractor that you can trust, Call Tickham's Electric at 335-3034. Titans, again, stuck on nine here for a while. Just your, your thoughts here early on. You know, I mean, I've, it seems like the Phillies this, this quarter have come out a little bit more aggressive on defense. We're not really taking good care of the basketball right now. Maybe that's, you know, a test to their defense. But, uh, um, you know, we, we weren't, we're not doing at all what we were doing in the first half, or first quarter. I mean, and, you know, we're just not taking care of the basketball, not getting it into the inside and kicking out. So... This is, this is a tough team to score against. So far, the Titans have no points in the paint so far. And it's not really the Titans game to shoot a bunch of jumpers. I mean, this, this is gonna be this is gonna be a gut check time here for Mama Throws, so they're gonna have to play a little bit out of their comfort zone for sure. Yeah, no kidding. This is something that you wanna look forward to when you uh, start looking at postseason standings and you say this is the kind of game we can win. Now a little pressure in the backcourt by Mama Throwsville. The Phillies break the press. And turning it over is going to be Marissa Folkers in the ball game for, uh, no, that, excuse me, that is uh, Kendra Fisher. Now we're going to have a foul on Morrison on, the, on Shelby Beltrop, her first on a loose ball foul. If we can get one of them into foul trouble, I think we, uh, we open up the game a little bit. So uh, I think it'll be uh, one to watch to see if she, one of them even picks up more fouls. So. Right, because one of the Veltrops is going to have to guard either Carmen Houston or Brianna Woodard. Yep. And the same, and like you were saying, Brianna, if Brianna Woodard gets herself in foul trouble, then Carmen Houston's got to guard one of them. Same thing in reverse. Mm -hmm. And even looking at the Phillies bench, I mean, they don't have much size to bring in for the Veltrop girls. So, you know, I mean, it'll just be a test of who can stay out of foul trouble tonight. Titan basketball driving in is Bell Thompson to Maddie Gillen. Her three-pointer is blocked by Diana Robbins. Robbins on the run, goes into Gillen and scores. We're tied at nine. Got a 4-0 run here to start the second quarter. 5.38 to go. 
Thompson in the lane, pull up jumper, and gets stuck between the rim and the backboard. But that's what we're gonna have to do, is shoot that little mid-range jumper, little, little just inside the free throw line, that kind of stuff. Yep, we're gonna have to find that kind of area, and we're gonna have to knock down some shots tonight. About ready to send uh, uh, you, Ethan, out there to get that tip <laughs> off the rim. Well, I was going to say, I think Jerome's sitting right down there. I think we could send Jerome to go do it, too. <laughs> Titans will be on the road tomorrow night. Your uh, your Mammoth Roseville Titans will be on the road, taking on Knoxville, your JV team, at 6 o'clock, followed by the uh, varsity game at around 7.30. We'll have that on our sister station, Sunday 97.7. Tough game the other night. We'll talk about that at the half. Talking, we'll talk some Titan boys basketball now. In the lane, shot up, no good. Just missed by Kendra Fisher. And Fisher is gonna be fouled on the putback. No, they're gonna say that is on Morrison. No, I think they called a jump ball. Oh, jump ball there. Yeah. Okay, wow, all right. Coach Grimm can't really believe it for <laughs> Morrison. I'm not sure if I believe it either. We're tied at nine. Titans have really been stuck on nine for a number of game minutes. Reading her three-pointer is blocked by Cameron Veltrop. Into Houston, her shot is blocked by Veltrop. Shelby Veltrop. A ton of blocks here. And now a turnover by Morrison trying to get up the floor quickly to Mariah Reading. Carmen Houston, she's going to be fouled. Slams into the mats behind the basket. We'll see which Veltrop that is going to be. I know Shelby already has a foul. I think that's on the other one. I think that's on Cameron. Okay, Cameron's going to pick up her first personal, so. So now, I mean, I would be telling my girls, you know, with 4.54 left in the first half, go attack those girls now. Get yes. them into foul trouble. Yep, yep. And don't, definitely, you can't shy away. Yeah. Those long arms, they, I mean, they'll, anything fading away, they're just going to swat. Yep, I mean, just be strong. Carmen Houston misses her first free throw. Still have not had a free throw made yet tonight. And the second one is wide right, misses everything. A little flustered, I think. She, I, she just hasn't, she hasn't battled this kind of height yet this year. This is, it's got to be frustrating for a post player. It's got to be frustrating for a post player. And they tried to get a sub in. Now we got a foul in the backcourt. That will allow the sub to come in. Foul on Monmouth Roseville on the reach. That's going to go on Mariah Reading. Her first team foul number three on Monmouth Roseville. Malia Killey into the ball game. She was our uh, offensive player of the game last time we were here Tuesday night. Excuse me, Monday night. Had uh, eight points off the bench and a big, big spurt in the second quarter. 4.45 to go. We are tied at nine. Driving baseline and not scoring. They'll chop with the rebound and she's going to be fouled and get to the free throw line. Good news is Brianna Water was on the other side, so we're not going to have foul trouble with her right now either. So. But I was going to say, I mean, I like the, uh, I like adding Malia in for Carmen there. As Carmen looked a little flustered, and, mm -hmm. and you know, it's good to just put her on the bench, maybe reset her a little bit, and put her back in, probably a little more fresh. That's a, that's a great observation. First free throw missed by Cameron Veltrop. She's a decent free throw shooter, 65%, 17 out of 26 coming into this one. In, back in for Mariah Reading, as she picked up her second personal foul. That's the only Titan with two. Second free throw is good. So finally, the uh, Mammoth Farm and Home Realty organization gets a uh, sponsorship mention. <laughs> Ready to put your home on the market, list it, and get it sold with Mammoth Farm and Home Realty. 
Morrison with their first, I think it's their first lead of the game. The yeah. Mullet Rose will come out, and I think they were up 5-2-3, nothing, and then 5-3, something like that. So Morrison with their first, and trying another little, little uh, pick and roll, and it's swatted away by Morrison. It's available, it's just we're not hitting it soon enough, and it's too late by the time we even recognize it's open. Back door cut and scoring is Jordan Ease. That's a three-point lead now, 12-9. Morrison leading Monmouth Roseville. Nice drop pass from Lexi Finnecum. There it Finally. is. Finally. There it is. That might be the first paint points for Monmouth tonight. Yeah, and it was nice. They recognized a little opening on the drop and a travel. That's a great turnover. Maybe we can go on a little bit of a run here now. Shelby Veltrop travels in the backcourt. So it'll be Titan basketball. They trail by one, 12-11. Woodard with her first basket of the night. And it's gonna be tipped out of bounds by Morrison. I think they're gonna call sideline morning. Oh yeah, there we go. Get out of the way, Coach Grimm. <laughs> <laughs> she puts her hands, I'm sorry. <laughs> like Mike Tomlin drifting out on the field. Yeah. There. <laughs> right wing is Maddie Gillen. She'll drive. Tries to get around one of the Veltrops. She's gonna draw a foul. That's the way you do it. Cameron Veltrop's gonna pick up her second. That's how you draw a foul. It looks like Coach Kerry Graham is kind of calling for maybe a little bit of a double dribble, which you know I kind of you know mentioned or thought or saw, but uh, I wasn't gonna say anything. <laughs> First free throw up for Maddie Gillen is good. She is a really good free throw shooter, 73%. And it, it, would not like be, it wouldn't shock me if she gets that up over 75 by the time the season's done. Looks like Coach Graham is uh, choosing to keep Cameron in with the two fouls. Both free throws good, so the Titans have retaken the lead 13 to 12. Both those free throws sponsored by Monmouth Firm and Home Realty. Ooh, tipped in the backcourt by Brianna Woodard. Lexi Finnecum almost there to get the steal. And now, a steal by Bell Thompson, or she's thrown the pass, or, or picked the pass off, and now a tie-up at midcourt. Battling is Bell Thompson and <laughs> Callie Fisher. A little feeling in the game now. It's get, definitely getting physical. I like it. I was just talking about Tyler and Lexi Finnecum clearly being, you know, siblings, <laughs> but now I'm I'm seeing looking at Bell Thompson, seeing a little Jack Thompson on the floor too. Yeah, she's kind of kind of wiping <laughs> the lip a little bit. She might got a little blood out of that. And it's mask break as we're all the way down to 319 before our. Uh, our uh, ball stoppage here in midway of the second quarter. 13-12, Monmouth Roseville. We'll be back in one minute. Welcome back to Monmouth Roseville High School. The Shoebox, Tickham's Electric, sponsoring our timeouts and our mascots this season. Looking for an electrician contractor you can trust? Call Tickham's Electric at 335-3034. Finally getting inbounds are the Phillies at midcourt. Now a travel call. Good defense by uh, Maddie Gillen to force that travel. Yeah, that was, uh, she uh, tried to get the, almost got the initial steal on the inbound and then just trailed her all the way up and got the, got the little travel turnover. Pressure there at midcourt and then the ball handler came to a stop, just shuffled that pivot foot a little too much. Titans with a 13-12 lead and the basketball. Top of the key, Finnecum back cut to Maddie Gillen, just out of her hands and out of bounds. Turnover mom with Roseville. Monmouth Roseville and Coach Looper have found something with some of those back cuts, and it's there, it's just we're kind of missing it here a couple times. And now Morrison getting it over the timeline. Ooh, nearly through the hands of Shelby Veltrop. Gets it into her sister. Uh, Malia Kelly doing all she can, battling with Cameron there on the, on the uh, at the post, probably giving up at least four or five inches. <laughs> just trying more. to battle, man. <laughs> 
It'll be out of bounds to Morrison. Driving in is Shelby Veltrop. Her drive is cut off. Now a free throw line jumper. Ooh, that's a nice jump shot by Cameron Veltrop, showing a little range for the 6'2 freshman. You know, I think that's her first, you know, jump shot that she's hit today, and I'm comfortable with the way that we've forced them to score. Ooh, nice take by Brianna Woodard right into the face of the defense and scores. Titans back on top, 15-14. I think Brianna Woodard did a good job of just knowing that those girls had the fouls and just attacked her a little bit. Another steal by Finnecombe. Pass down to Woodard is good. Timeout, Morrison Phillies and Coach Grimm. There's a lot of contact at midcourt between Lexi Finnecombe and Jordan Eads. Jordan Eads just now getting up, so no timeout, just an injury uh, injury timeout, but they're gonna have to take Eads out. Yeah, they, they stopped the clock, so she's gonna have to come out. Yeah, it looks like when she fell, she kind of banged her elbow on the floor, and we all know how that little stinger feels. Lexi Finnecombe has been all over the place defensively, man. And another steal by Finnecombe. <laughs> Down to Woodard. Her shot, good! And she'll get to the free throw line. Titans on a run. Yeah, this is the run that we needed. We were quiet all the entire first half of the second quarter, and here we are finally doing our thing again. And that's going to be two fouls on Diana Robbins. So Diana Robbins with two. Cameron Beltrop with two for Morrison. At the free throw line to complete the three-point play is Woodard. And just misses it. Wide left. And rebounded by Maddie Gillen. So the Titans with an offensive board. They get it down into Woodard. Tries to feed Houston. Tipped away back to Woodard. Now Lexi Finnecum drives baseline. Down to Houston. Travel call on Houston. Coach, Coach Grimm wanted to travel on the initial pass, and it just got there the second time around. Randy Hollerud, for uh, one of our officials tonight, does a great job. Been around forever. Um, and I didn't mean that. I don't mean you're old, Randy. I'm just saying you've been doing this for a while. Uh, I think he missed the first one and got the second one yeah. just to make sure. Yeah. Out you of know. bounds. Tipped out of bounds by Monmouth Roseville. No, that was a foul on Lexi Finnecombe that ended up calling. I think, wasn't it? Uh, oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yep, I missed it. Lexi Finnegan picks up the foul. I think they called her on the arm there when she went for the steal. Brianna Woodard gets a block or a piece of the ball on Cameron Beltrop. Here comes the Titans on the run. Bell Thompson loses it to Woodard. She's fouled and will go to the free throw line. That, I think, is going to be the second foul on Shelby Beltrop. So both Beltrops will have two fouls along with Diana Robbins. We'll see who they give it to. No, they're going to give it to Robbins. That'll be her third. Dang, that, that would have been a big foul on the other Veltrop. Woodard, first free throw is no good. Right now the Titans are two, four, six, and the only twos for Maddie Gillen. She's two for two. Other than that, the uh, Titans have missed four straight free throws. Is there something about being a Mama's Rose of Titans <laughs> that only allows you to shoot about 50% from the line? <laughs> it's been that way for <laughs> several years, man. Several years. Something about these baskets and the free throw line. Finnecombe with another steal and just, just on the sideline. And Coach Looper is over there. <laughs> and he said she was in. Puts the about two inch, little, little two inch, says she was in by two inches. <laughs> Got the little toe tap in, right? It'll be tight. It'll be Morrison basketball out, uh, inbounding right in front of the Titan bench. They get it into Shelby Veltrop. Right back. Baseline jumper blocked. Kendra Fisher's shot was blocked by Monmouth Roseville. Morrison retains possession. Veltrop to Veltrop. Cameron to Shelby in the lane. Shelby's first bucket of the night. Yeah, if we're only holding her to one bucket so far in the second half, I think, or the second quarter, excuse me, I think we're doing a, a great job defensively. Bell Thompson, a banker from the free throw line. 
It is approximately, what, about 25 till 8, and the banks are open in Monmouth <laughs> on a Thursday. 21-16, the Titans have opened up a five-point lead. Veltrop to Veltrop again. This time, Carmen Houston's going to pick up the foul on Cameron Veltrop. So that'll be Houston's first. Mariah Reading has two fouls from Mama Throws. Well, that's all I've got in foul trouble for the Titans. Whereas the Phillies, two fouls on Jordan Eads, two fouls on Cameron Veltrop, and three on Diana Robbins. It'll be Morrison ball out of bounds. Both teams in the bonus now. Shelby Veltrop into the inbounder. Good give and go there from the inbounder to Shelby Veltrop back to Fisher for the bucket. I don't know, Sean. I kind of like the out of bounds play. I might have to go back and watch it. Draw it <laughs> I up. See, I guy. seen you over there scribbling on, <laughs> on a little pad over there. <laughs> Saved in by Mammoth Roseville. Nearly threw it away on the baseline. Now Gillen with it. She'll fire a three. No good with 30 seconds to go. Battling for the rebound as the Titans. Bell Thompson gets it. Her baseline jumper. No good. Far side rebound. Backside rebound by Carmen Houston. So the Titans will get another shot at it here. Good pass from Houston to Woodard and a block by Shelby Veltrop. You got to get that thing up there quick. Yeah, you she do. waited too long to get it up. Into Cameron Veltrop. Her shot no good. Backside rebound by Shelby Veltrop. Fouled by Woodard. These these uh, these Veltrop girls, Cameron and Bell and Shelby, uh, not only are they tall, they know how to play tall. There's two different mm -hmm. there's two different ways. You can be tall and know how to play tall. They're both. Yeah, I've seen a lot of big you know big big players in basketball. A lot of times, I know players who can't play big very big, and uh, players who uh, are you know are susceptible to just taking advantage of their height. And you know, with the Belchamp girls, I mean, I'll go back to the driveway reference. You can just tell that they've played basketball together in the driveway for the long for the longest time. You know, Shelby the junior makes two free throws. Good free throw shooter, eighty percent for Shelby. And at the buzzer, no shot. Maddie Gillen looks like she might have drawn some contact from Jordan Eads. No call there. So it will be a 21-20 lead for Monmouth Roseville as we head into the half, a very entertaining half of basketball here from the shoebox at Monmouth Roseville High School. We'll take a three-minute break, come back, and I'll talk to my broadcast partner, Ethan Sikorsky, about Titan boys basketball. They'll be on the air tomorrow night. We'll be back in three minutes. Back here at Monmouth Roseville High School as we start the halftime show. Sponsored by Land Management Partners Agency Insurance Services for your auto, home, commercial, and farm insurance needs. Contact Rachel Kunkel or Julie Martin at 734-2116 today. Your score at the half, Monmouth Roseville leads 21-20. They were ahead 9-5 at the end of the first quarter and then got stuck on 9 for an extended period of time. Morrison took a brief lead. Uh, Three-point lead, I believe, there in the in the mid part of that second quarter, and the Titans come back to take a 21 to 20 lead uh, at the break. Before we get to our uh, Save a Lot Foods halftime scoring, uh, we'll chat some Titan boys basketball. We'll have the Titan boys tomorrow night on the Prairie Communication Sports Network over on our sister station, Sunday 97.7 WMOI. The Titans on the road to take on the Knoxville Blue Bullets, the undefeated Knoxville Blue Bullets. Been a pretty good, been a pretty fun series between these two. Uh, schools through the years been uh, been some good battles that uh, my broadcast partner Ethan Sikorsky's played in here not too long ago yeah I mean anytime you think Bob Rose and Knoxville even even if we're talking about the girls it's just a good matchup it's, it's a fun little half hour ride to go over and, uh, and you know it's close enough all the players know each other it's just kind of one of those uh, more personal rivalries that we have 
I can almost guarantee it's going to be a close game because the Titans' last Titan boys' last five ball games have all been close. Uh, the 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 biggest margin of victory for either team in the past five games has been three, and the five games have been decided by a total of ten points. That's crazy. Yeah, I mean. You know, I was talking to Coach Sotos after Tuesday's game down in the office, and we were just like, you know, we might be 4-4 four four with some of these close games, but, man, our record does not show how good of a ball team we are. And, you know, it's not like we're, we're playing bad teams. These are some really high-quality opponents, you know, Riverdale coming in who was averaging, you know, 80 points a game, who put up 112 already this year, you know, and Knoxville is coming in 6-0. and These are real quality teams to play and, you know, keeping it close. It's going to make us better come February and March. Our listeners have probably been too Tuning into some Titan High School boys varsity basketball. You coached the JV. How's the JV doing? Let's get a JV update. You know, uh, we won Friday night and Tuesday night, but both by a margin of 30 points. And I talked to you at the, uh, the Thanksgiving tournament in Orion, and I said that we had kind of struggled a little bit against that Orion and Ridgewood team. And we came out, you know, we, we were one and two there after the Mercer County game. We're one and three. We were just kind of in a, kind of a little bit of a funk. And then, you know, maybe I'll just say that it was the early season kind of blues. But man, we've just really turned it up recently in the last two games and the way we look right now we might be competing with some of these varsity teams i i love the numbers that are in the basketball program this year but it, it has allowed the varsities to work with strictly juniors and seniors nobody dressing below juniors for the varsity which means you get a full full content of, of players at your level yeah especially a 1a and 2a not everybody gets you know the the stuff that we get where they have you, you know you rely on your freshmen and sophomores to get varsity minutes but right now i mean this year with the with me having all my sophomores and a couple freshmen pulling up, we're competitive, and it's and it's not just like a throwaway. Oh, we're playing a JV team, or we're the JV team, you know, when nobody cares about us. We're being pretty, you know, we're out there comp competing because we are the next varsity team. These are the guys that you're going to be hearing about even next year. So uh, we take it very seriously, and you can just tell every time that we hit the floor. Every varsity coach would love would would love to keep his groups together as they're coming up through. It just doesn't happen more often than not. You you have to dress some sophomores and. And, and freshmen up at the varsity level, something we don't have to do. So I'm, I'm sure Coach Sotos is like, man, this is great. I get to keep my groups together as they come up through. And even though we have the full freshman team, I mean, I'm practicing, I mean, my sophomores and freshmen, we're practicing together just about every night. So, you know, those are going to be our varsity guys in two, three years. And, you know, just like you said, just keeping them together, playing together. It's just going to benefit us as we move forward. And the longer we can keep it like that, just the better our program is, is going to continue to grow. What's your thoughts on this Titan Girls Ball Club tonight? Man, you know, they are real fundamentally sound. <laughs> they can get some steals, but we're getting shot blocked quite a lot tonight. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's it's you knew you knew it could potentially happen. I mean, they, they block a lot of shots, does does the uh, Morrison Mustangs with the 6'2 and 6'3 Beltrop girls, uh, Cameron and uh, Shelby, the freshman and the junior. Uh, and they're both back next year, so I'm sure Coach Weber's probably at home going, oh, great, i got to <laughs> see these girls again next year. Um, but... Um, but you can see, I mean, the things that they're trying to do tonight, they've been doing all year, and it's been successful, but they haven't had a 6-2-6-3 post player. So you can see what they've been doing almost all year long. Yeah, I mean, especially we just got blessed with having their offense right in front of us, and I was just, you know, our back cuts and our screen and rolling looks really good. And like you said, it's just we're not used to playing against, you know, the 6-2-6-3 girls. But um, just our offensive flow is just so good. And, I'm, you know, listening to Coach Looper talk in the pregame, it's just you can just tell they all support each other through 
everything that they go through, and I think that's going to carry them far this year. Yeah, that's what that's what I love to see is, is the, you know, the girls are always patting each other on the back, you know, lifting each other. If somebody makes a mistake, somebody will go over and pat them on the back. It's going to be fine. We're going to be we're going to be just fine. Let's get to our halftime scoring update. That's sponsored by Save a Lot Food Store. Save a lot of time, save a lot of money, save a lot food store in Monmouth. First for the Morrison Phillies, seven points for Cameron Veltrop. She averages 16, so about half of her average, pretty darn close. Also five points for Kendra Fisher. That's almost double her average. Four points for Shelby Veltrop. That's 14 points under her average. Yeah, I mean, like I said, we're very comfortable with the shots that we've been forcing the Veltrop sisters to make. You know, one has two fouls, so she's kind of borderline foul trouble. So um, I, I, I'm very comfortable, even though it's only a one-point lead, I'm very comfortable with where the Titans are right now. And, and something Coach Looper said during the pregame interview and just kind of chit-chatting with him on and off there, he said, we our guards have got to make that entry pass tough. And I think they've done a pretty good job of that. Yeah, I think so. I mean, we've altered and tipped a lot of shots tonight and we're making it tough for the Veltrop girls and you know I mean like I'm just looking at the statue they rely heavily on them and it's just nice to kind of take that away a little bit. Two points for Jordan Eads the Morrison Phillies three of four from the free throw line for the Mama Throwsville Titans eight points for Brianna Woodard seven points for Maddie Gillen four points for Bell Thompson and two for Carmen Houston Titans two of seven from the free throw line. Got to get a little better in the, in the tight game here in the second half. I mean, when you can shoot without the Veltrop's hand in your face, you got to be able to make them when you're shooting yep, them. That's right. <laughs> Titans will get the ball first here to start the second half. A little patient on offense from Houston to Woodard. No good. Rebounded by Carmen Veltrop. Here comes Morrison trying to take a lead. Pressure put on Callie Fisher. Starters on the floor both ways. Into Carmen Veltrop. Nice little kiss off the glass. Morrison takes a 22 to 21 lead. Looks like the Phillies come out in a little 1 2 2 zone to start the second half. Yeah, that's a little different. This might give, uh, I think this is going to give the Titans a, give that open look from Bell Thompson. Her three, no good. Now it's tough. Uh, it's going to be tough to rebound for Monmouth Roseville offensively out of that zone, but I, I, you know, I think this is advantage Monmouth Roseville. Yeah, I think so too. I hope that we can start knocking out some shots and finding some openings. They're going to get that little, you know, mid lane jumper just in front of the free throw line. I think it's going to be there. Yes, they got to knock it down. Morrison with the basketball, little give and go to Carmen Veltrop, and the high pass from Kendra Fisher forces Veltrop to travel when she made the catch. Turnover, Monmouth, the turnover to Monmouth Roseville. 6.45 to go third quarter. 22-21. Morrison with a one-point lead. Morrison at 7-1. Monmouth Roseville at 8-0. In the lane to Carmen Houston. He knocked out of bounds by Cameron Veltrop. Standings-wise, Monmouth Roseville is at 2-0 uh, in the West Division. Morrison at 1-1. Morrison's only loss came to Sherrard, the top team, losing to Sherrard by 20. 68-48 back on November 29th. Tipped out of bounds again by Morrison. So the Titans will have to inbound it here under their own hoop. Woodard finds Houston in the lane. Tipped away. Lexi Finnecombe picks up the loose ball. Misses it. Woodard gets her put back blocked out of bounds. I don't, I'm not keeping blocks, but I know there <laughs> has been. <laughs> We're getting pretty close, if not already, in the double digits. Yeah, it, yes. I mean, just getting a piece of it. They're almost mm -hmm. getting a piece of everything. Everything in the paint has been contested. And Maddie Gillen, a long three, short, gets her own rebound. Floater in the lane, no good. Rebound to Morrison. And Maddie Gillen tried to tie the rebounder up in the lane. Now almost thrown away, loose on the floor. 
Still loose on the floor. Morrison picks up, and we're going to get a timeout taken by head coach Kerry Grimm for the Morrison Phillies. It will be after this timeout. It is a 30-second timeout, so we'll take a quick 30. Tickham's Electric timeout here on AM 1330. Both teams back on the floor, and now Morrison will turn it over off the inbounds. Here comes the Titans, quickly up the floor. Maddie Gillen gets a little bit too deep, has to give it up. Now thrown out towards the midcourt line, and what a nice save over there. Good hustle by Callie Fisher. Gets it into Carmen Houston, and she travels before she could get the ball to the rim. That was an easy layup for Cameron Fish, uh, Veltra. Yeah, I mean, this is about the third or fourth time the Titans have really kind of dodged a bullet here on transition. That was another big old cannonball is what they dodged there. 22-21 Morrison with a one-point lead. Again, back in that zone. The Titans are going to have to shoot shoot them out of that zone, something they just, they just don't do well. They just don't shoot very well from outside, especially beyond the arc. Maddie Gill on the exception as far as uh, long-distance shooters. Loose on the floor. Carmen Houston dives and picks it up. Down into Lexi Finnecum. She spins on a Veltrop and misses it. Spun on Shelby Veltrop, and now a reach-in as Carmen, or Cameron Veltrop picks up the rebound and had a couple of Titans just trying to slap the ball away from her. Okay, it's good. Be I'm glad they didn't call down on Woodard. That would have been Woodard's third, and that one would have hurt. That's going to be Finnecum. That's her second. Finnecum with two, Mariah Reading with two, Brianna Woodard with two for Mama Throzo. Two fouls for Jordan Eads, three fouls for Diana Robbins, and two fouls for Cameron Houston. Or Cameron Veltrop <laughs> for, for the Phillies. 22-21 now, slapped away by Finnecum. She hustles her way into the backcourt. Kendra Fisher, her pass batted down by Bell Thompson. They get it into the Veltrops. Veltrop to Veltrop, but what a nice defensive play by Carmen Houston. I'm already impressed with the way that she's came out in the third quarter after she uh, had her little spurt in the second. And there she goes, getting her little bucket there. Maybe that'll get Carmen Houston going here a little bit in the second half. That was the Carmen Houston last 30 seconds. As she gets a uh, she gets a knockaway on an entry pass to Sydney Veltrop, hustles down the floor and gets the return pass for the layup. And that foul is going to go on Jordan Eads. That'll be her third personal foul for Morrison. It gets a reach in foul at midcourt. Titans with the lead, 23-22, nearing the midway point of the third quarter. I'd like to see a good possession here out of the Titans. Maybe uh, get a little bit of a three-point, four-point lead. Oh, don't force that, Lexi, and she did. Slapped away by Cameron Houston. Here comes the Phillies on the turnover. On the run, they try to force another pass into Carmen Houston, and she's going to lose it out of bounds. Good defense by Mammoth Roseville. And now, now the Veltrops are starting to look a little flustered here. Yeah, I was literally just about to make the comment that our girls are doing a great job and kind of frustrating the Veltrop sisters here a little bit early in the second half. Entry pass in the middle of the lane to Finnecum, drops it off to Woodard. She's going to be fouled. That's going to be Cameron. I think that's going to be her third. Cameron Beltrop's going to pick up foul number three. Yep, there it is, foul number three. And Brianna Woodard's going to go to the free throw line when we come back from the mask timeout sponsored by Tinkham's Electric. We'll be back in one minute. Welcome back to girls high school basketball here on the Prairie Communications Sports Network. 3.51 to go third quarter, 23-22. The Titans with a one-point lead. Now with the one-point lead, you can kind of run some clock here with the last thing you want to do, and I, I've seen the Titans do it the last couple times down the floor, is try to force it 
force it to the inside. You got a one-point lead. You can play catch out top for the rest of this period if you want to. Yeah, when we're patient, we find openings so well. And when they're in this little one-two-two zone, and we just put a little even guard up top with one on each side, we'll be fine. And we just got to space their zone out a little bit, and we'll find the openings like we had, like we did just there, you know, right before the break. Brianna Woodard at the free throw line. She's 0 for 3 from the stripe in the first half. First one is up and good. It's one to go. I think they heard you down in the locker room saying we got to improve <laughs> our free throws. Yeah, two of seven in the first half. That uh, doesn't get it done in close games. Woodard's second free throw is up and short. But she does get one free throw. One free throw sponsored by Mammoth Farm and Home Realty. Thinking of putting your home on the market? List it and get it sold with Mammoth Farm and Home Realty. And now a turnover in the backcourt on Morrison. Good defensive pressure by Maddie Gillen. I think that's just one thing that we've just done a great job tonight is just frustrating them in the backcourt. Bell Thompson now playing catch like you said. Uh, then they kind of got the even guard thing mm -hmm. up top. Yeah, don't force anything in there. Just see if something opens up. There, that little space there in the middle of the lane is going to be open. They get it into Carmen Houston. Good pass over to Brianna Woodard right. for the bucket. That's exactly what you need to do against the 1-2-2 zone is just kind of space it out and just find the middle. 26-22. That's a four-point lead for Monmouth Roseville. And nearly turning it over, and a steal. Nope, loose on the floor. It's going to go to Carmen Houston. Loose, up, loose ball. Losing the handle on it was Callie Fisher for Morrison. Houston gets it to a guard. Bell Thompson now corner. Lexi Finnegan back out to Thompson at the left wing. She'll play catch up top with Maddie Gillen, who holds. Now Brianna Woodard to Finnegan. Little pump fake, drives baseline. Puts it up. No, don't shoot that against Shelby Beltrow. She didn't even have to jump, but a steal by Mammoth Roseville. Boy, they have just put all kinds of pressure in the backcourt tonight. Yeah, they've gotten a lot of turnovers and steals here in the backcourt here early on. Bell Thompson with it. Loses a handle on it. Gets it to Maddie Gillen. And now a bump foul up top on Callie Fisher. Kind of a hip check. That will be the third Foul, team foul, first foul on. What do they got? Bell Trump on the board, but that was Callie Fisher for sure. Let's see if we're going to get the uh, numbers straightened down here. It is the third. There we go. Third team foul on uh, on Morrison. They had to add one there because they got the right foul on the board with Callie Fisher, but they had one up for Shelby Beltrop, so minus one. There, now they're down to three team fouls. Everything's good. The board's good. <laughs> Carmen Houston gets her shot blocked, but fouled by Shelby Beltrop. That'll be her second. You can just kind of feel right now just the momentum totally on Mama Rose's side. And, you know, it's just one of those feelings that you get with all the fans back in the stadium or in the stands. This is so good to see this, the fans back. It was such a weird atmosphere last year. Yeah, I know. Houston's first free throw is up and does not get the roll. Misses the first one. She's 0 for 3. She is a 50% free throw shooter, so percentages we, say she's going to make this one. We'd be around a 10-point lead right now, making a couple more yes. free throws, you know. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. And this one swished by Carmen Houston. So one out of two. Mammoth Farm Home Realty sponsoring our free throws this season. Here comes Morrison, down five now, 27-22. We'll see if they start forcing the action here on offense. Again, Shelby Veltrop looking for her sister Carmen, defended well by, by uh, Carmen Houston, looking for Cameron Veltrop. Now top of the keys, Bailey Brewer. Left elbow, 
Carmen, Cameron, Beltrop. I'm going to get that right before the night's over. <laughs> Cameron tried to get it to Shelby off her shin, but picked up by Morrison. Nearly a steal from behind by Lexi Fenicum. Now top of the key. Three-pointer on the way. We got a foul away from the ball, and that is going to go on uh, maybe Lexi Fenicum. Maybe. Yeah, it's going to go on Fenicum. She had a great battle off the off the ball. Yeah. With, uh, with I think one of the Beltrops down there in the lane. Uh, Lexi was getting after it. So she's going to come out. That's her third foul. That's going to take a little scrappiness off the defensive end. Mariah Reading comes in. She does a good job, too. But I would say Mariah is probably a little bit more of, a, of an offensive player than, than Lexi. I would agree. Shot missed by Shelby Beltrop. Picked up by Mammoth Roseville. One and done for Morrison. Up the floor quickly. Three-point. No, stepping in. Thought she was going to take a three as Bell Thompson gives it up. Mariah Reading down into Carmen Houston. Driving is reading. Baseline jumper, no good. Yeah, forced that one up a little bit. Didn't didn't really need that one with a minute 20 to go. No, that's not a good, that's not a good situational uh, possession there. And now Bell Thompson's going to get a reach foul on on uh, Bailey Brewer, bringing it up the floor. That's two team or two personal fouls on Bell Thompson. The third team foul on Mama Throwsville. Titans still lead by five, 27-22. They've held Morrison to two points in this entire third quarter with a little over a minute to go. And now another near turnover by Morrison as Carmen Beltrop tried to force it down into Shelby. Now a good ball fake and drawing a fouls, Bailey Brewer. The nice ball fake, nice pass fake, and then got right down the baseline. Yeah, I was gonna say, just about every time Cameron Beltrop catches the ball on the free throw line, she almost immediately looks for her sister Shelby down low. And foul's gonna go on Carmen Houston. That's two for Houston, two for Woodard. Minute seven to go in the third quarter. No, no, uh, no huge deal here unless they pick up a third in this right. last minute. And first free throw missed by Bailey Brewer. Three for four from the free throw line was Morrison in the first half. First free throw of the second half. And rims in and out. Now we've got a lane violation on the shooter. That's Bailey Brewer got over a little bit too quick. Missed the free throw anyway. That's one of the, I feel like I've seen that call a lot so far this Me year. Too. Boys That's, and girls. Yes, I, I'm I'm with you. I, I'm with you. I don't know if they're looking for something specific or what, but it just seems like they're calling in a lot more this year. Yeah, it's it's uh, yeah, something with the shooters getting in the lane a little too quick. Reading to Woodard. Now Woodard tried to get it back to Reading, throws it away. I think a little miscommunication. And now a travel call on Diana Robbins before she could get the ball to the rim on the on the uh, fast break, shuffled her feet. That's what I call a little happy feet. <laughs> yeah, she knew what she wanted to do. The, the, the hands were ready. It's the feet were still just a move. Yep. <laughs> Left wing is Mariah Reading. Gets the screen from Brianna Woodard. And Reading just about loses a handle on it. Now we're going to have a jump ball. Reading is tied up. That will go to Morrison. We, uh, we just are getting way too, you know, just out of sorts right now offensively. We just need – there's no reason to rush anything. You've got no. a five-point five lead with 37 seconds left to go in the third. You know, just settle down and look for something good there. I, I, don't, I don't like that turnover at all. That's exactly it. And I know I've heard, uh, I've heard Coach Weber talk uh, a couple times about just getting in too much of a hurry in the half court. Three-pointer in and out, no good. And over the back is going to be Diana Robbins. That'll be her fourth. Going over the back of Bell of uh, Maddie Gillen on the rebound. Technically, it's called a push foul, but I'm always <laughs> going to call it over the back. Right, right. <laughs> Again, that'll be the fourth one on Robbins. That is the fifth team foul. So, 
Still not in the bonus yet to get and it into Bell Thompson in the backcourt with 25. I'd like to see, just be patient here. Just, just get one shot going. Just waste out the last 20 seconds. Dangerous pass from Bell Thompson out to Mariah Reading again. Tipped out of bounds by Morris. They're still in this little 1-2-2. Two, two. You know, I, I would like Coach Luber to call a timeout and just say, hey, listen, you got 17 seconds. Oh, just settle down. Sloppy ball handling out at the top of the key. Bell Thompson picks up the loose ball, gets it to Reading. Now they force it into Woodard. Back to Reading. She'll fire up a long two, no good. Backside rebound, picked up by Veltrop, and then uh, a, just a foul 80 feet from the basket on Carmen Houston. That's That'll a tough be one. her third with 3.4 seconds to go. Yeah, just battling for the rebound. And uh, uh, Cameron, Cameron Veltrop got a hold of it, and Carmen just tried to reach in. Well, that just goes right back. You hold the ball for three or like seven more seconds, get that last shot. We don't have to worry about a foul on the rebound because, you know, the buzzer goes off. That was a long two with plenty yeah. of time on the yeah. clock. And now here comes Morrison. Ball loose on the floor. That's how the third quarter will end. Look, Maddie Gillen fired one <laughs> up about three-quarter court. And, uh, boy, she got uh, maybe bumped on the side on that. A lot of contact here. A lot of, that was a physical third quarter that's going to end with Mama Throwsville leading 27 to 22. We'll be back in 30 seconds. Back here at the shoebox at Mama Throwsville High School. We gotta, we're going to have a fun fourth quarter here. Right now the Titans are taking a 27 to 22 lead into the fourth quarter. Mama Throwsville leading Morrison trying to remain undefeated on the year. 8-0 coming into this one is Mama Throwsville. Held the Morrison Phillies to two points in that third quarter. Yeah, I mean, if we can do that again here in the fourth quarter, we'll walk away with a very comfortable win or, um, you know, margin of victory. It'll come down to free throws. The Titans are going to have to tighten up here in this fourth quarter free throw shooting-wise. They're only a 55% free throw shooter on the season, and they've taken a ton of free throws. 164 free throws through their first eight games. That's, that's a about lot of 20 throws. a game. Yeah, that's a lot of free throws. And they've got uh, about, what, uh, 11 free throws here so far tonight. So, Titan basketball to start this fourth quarter. Maddie Gillen back out to Lexi Finnecombe. Right wing is Bell Thompson. Gets a screen from Malia Killey, who's starting this fourth quarter for Mammoth Roseville. Down into Brianna Woodard. Good ball fake. And no good. Still recovering <laughs> was, was Cameron Beltrop. That was a beautiful ball fake, and Cameron still recovered enough time to get that block. Yeah, I know. I, I don't know. I, if I was telling Brianna Woodard right now, I don't even know what I would tell her to do because it seems like it doesn't seem to matter. Three, no good by Maddie Gillen in the right corner off the inbound. Morrison with the rebound. Chased from behind by Brianna Woodard. Tipped by Finnecum. Get it into Carmen Cameron Veltrop. Her basket is good. She's got the only four points of the second half for the Phillies. Had two in the third quarter. That's 11 for the ball game. It's a three-point game, 27-24. This uh, ooh, tipped away from Lexi Finnecum. She'll drive in. Nice drop pass to Woodard off the glass and good. That was a beautiful pass by, by Lexi. When we found that pass, that has been available all game long. Even in the first half when it was getting knocked away, those have been there. It's just we have not found the pass to get it there. And now a turnover in the backcourt. Picking up the loose ball is Brianna Woodard. Slapped away, I think, by Finnecum again. Gillen takes it baseline. She'll pick up her dribble. Dribbles right into Shelby Veltrop. You don't want that. Now in the corner is Gillen. And going to be a blocking foul on Callie Fisher. That will send, the, no, not yet. That'll be the 16th foul. Yeah, next one, next one. 16 fouls on 
Morrison. So Titans in the bonus the rest of the way out. Mama throws with a foul to give. They have five team fouls. 29-24, Titans by five. To Brianna Woodard. Billy Achille, free throw line. Looking for somebody to get rid of it to. Gets it to Finnecum. She'll pull up in the lane. Jumper, no good. But I like that because the defense faded off. They thought that was going to be another one of those drop-off passes. That's a lot better of a look there from Finnecum. And now a bump by Finnecum. That'll be her fourth personal foul as she bumped Callie Fisher coming down. Or not Callie Fisher. That is uh, Kendra Fisher. Down the uh, left side of the lane. So the fourth foul on Lexi Finnecum. And Finnecum is still on the floor as Coach... Uh, not sure Coach Looper now. Now a long shot missed by Morrison. Rebounded by Malia Kelly. Here comes Mama with Roseville on the run. Blocked by Cameron Veltrop. But the Titans somehow get the board back. Gillen gets it to the rim. I think she's going to draw some contact. Didn't really need that shot. Yeah, not at all. Ooh, boy, at midcourt. Huge collision between Bell Thompson trying to step in and get a charge. And she's going to pick up the blocking foul. But a big contact. I don't know about you, but I heard Bernie over there pretty mad about that call. If Bernie's <laughs> mad about it, I know the referees probably weren't right. <laughs> no, and I'm sure they I'm sure they heard about it too. <laughs> Super fan Bernie over there. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be the third foul on Bell Thompson. Foul starting to pile up here for Monmouth Roseville. First shot is good. That is Callie Fisher, her first points of the ball game. And this is exactly how the Phillies are going to get back into the game is we just keep fouling, you know, in the backcourt and putting them on the free throw line. They're going to start making some free throws and it'll make a very interesting game. Carmen Houston checks back on the floor for Malia Killey. Both free throws good by Fisher. That's her first two points of the game. That's about what she averages. Free throws are sponsored by Mammoth Farm and Home Realty. Now picking up her dribble at midcourt is Belle Thompson. Luckily, Maddie Gillen came to rescue her. Belle Thompson, little free, or little free throw line shooter, a jumper no good. And that's, it's going to go out of bounds. Carmen Houston. Shot. Carmen Houston looked like she wanted to go up with it, and I think she just got kind of got that the Veltrop block in there in her head. And now tipping it away is going to be Carmen Houston. Yeah. And they're going to draw. She's going to draw a foul on Car Cameron Veltrop. That's four. Wow. I'm that, very comfortable with that. I mean, I think that's the right call. I mean, Carmen has a right to the ball as well, and you can't just go through the back of her trying to get it. So I, I like the play there by Carmen Houston. Long pass down floor intended for Cameron Veltrop, and getting in the passing lane was Carmen Houston. and just kind of collided together, and that'll put Houston at the free throw line. First one is up and good. That's a big one. Yep. That's free a big throws one. rest of the way, something we're going to need. When Carmen makes her first one, the second <laughs> one has got a much better chance of going in. It gives Mammoth a Mammoth Roseville a four-point lead, 30 to 26, with five and a half minutes to go, fourth quarter. Fourth foul on Cameron Beltrop. Second free throw is up and good. So both free throws good by Houston. Mammoth Farm and Home Realty sponsoring both of those biggies. List it and get it sold with Mammoth Farm and Home Realty. Call 734-6600. Five-point lead for Mammoth Roseville now. 31-26. Jumper on the way is short by Jordan Eads. Rebounded by Eads. She's trapped along the baseline. And a travel call as the double team by Cameron Houston. And I think Mariah Reading might have got in there or maybe Bell Thompson. But Carmen Houston was trapping with somebody there in the corner and made uh, Morrison shuffle their feet. Man, I mean, like I said earlier, this is my first time watching this girls group. And, man, they are a scrappy bunch of, <laughs> I, bunch of girls. And I love watching them. I really do. <laughs> I wouldn't want to go against them with the ball in the post. <laughs> 
Gillen gets a screen from Woodard. Three-pointer on the way. No good. Bounces up over the backboard. Boy, if that would have went, that might have blown the top off the shoebox. Yeah, no kidding. All the student section, they all had their hands up. They are ready to go nuts on the maid. Off the floor, and no, on, still on the floor is Cameron Veltrop with Shelby Veltrop with five minutes to go. Plenty of time here. They get it into Cameron Veltrop. She turns. Good defense by Houston. And now Shelby Veltrop gets the pass from, from Cameron and shuffles her feet at the free throw line. There's a lot of travels being called tonight. Just all, this is some intense defense tonight. Yeah. Like you said, neither team gives up much. 30 points on the season for Monmouth Roseville. And now over the back trying to get the steal is Bailey Brewer. That will put Bell Thompson at the free throw line. I think it's visit Bell. Yeah, Bell Thompson's going to go to the free throw line. She shoots it at 75%. That's one of the ones you want on there. It'll be a one and bonus for for Thompson. Titans by five, 31-26 with 4.47 to go here in the fourth. Left-handed, Thompson misses it, misses the front end, rebounded by Shelby Veltra. Why, jinxed her. Oh, and then a steal again in the backcourt by the Titans. Bell Thompson picks up her dribble, but finds Maddie Gillen. Gets a screen from Woodard. Down the lane. Back out to Bell Thompson. Now Gillen, top of the key. They swing it right wing to Mariah Reading. Gets a screen from Carmen Houston. And a foul, reach-in foul on Jordan Eads. That'll be her fourth. All kinds of time here. 4.23 left in this fourth quarter and two starters for Morrison has four fouls. First shot is on the way. Mariah Reedy misses the front Man, end. Free throws. Free throws uh, are and she's a 75% free throw shooter. Two front ends missed. Here comes Morrison after the rebound. Now stolen away by Bell Thompson. She's going to take it in for the layup and score and oh, get that's fouled. A huge play. Wow, we've been we needed one of those here late in the or about halfway through the fourth quarter. We needed something like that. Wow, who's going to get the foul? It could have been a couple of uh, Mustangs down there. We'll see who's going to get it. And that is going to be third foul on Shelby Beltrop. So here's the foul situation for the Morrison Phillies. Four on Jordan Eads, four on Cameron Beltrop, three on Shelby Beltrop, and four on Diana Robbins. Bell Thompson's free throw is good. So she completes the three-point play. That's a big one. 34-26, Titans by eight. Yeah, this is a good lead to have. Hopefully, uh, you know, we don't get a little too crazy on offense when we get the ball back. You know, I'd like to see some patient drives and a couple good defensive stops here. That free throw allowed the Titans to set up their press in the backcourt, too, which has just been hounding the Phillies all ball game all. Three-pointer right wing, short. Right back to the three-point shooter. That is Kendra Fisher. And now Veltrop to Veltrop. They're going to throw saved by Cameron Veltrop on the pass from Shelby Veltrop, but saves it right into Carmen Houston. Maddie Gillen. Ooh, had a good look at the three there. <laughs> I would like to see her throw one up there. Yeah. And Brianna Woodard gets rid of it. Gillen three on the way. Good! There it is. There it is. That's the one that we've been waiting for. Took a little longer <laughs> to get around to it, but it finally yeah. got around hey, to I it. I mean, the old good old Chuck Grant used to say, oh, wow, oh, my and goodness. And a charging call on Callie Fisher down the sideline. Stepping in there is going to be Mariah Reading, I think, taking the charge. 
Wow, what a turn of events here. The Titans up by 11 yeah. with 320 to go. It's There's been be a full momentum swing going our way. Got to be mask timeout time here. I would have thought this first dead ball under four minutes. Inbounding is Maddie Gillen, gets it into Bell Thompson, poked out of bounds by Callie Fisher. Double bonus now for Monmouth Roseville, and they lead by 11 with the basketball. Possession arrow to Morrison. Team fouls 10-7. Morrison with 10, Monmouth Roseville with 7. And now Morrison's going to have to go to the man-to-man. -man. Thompson to Mariah Reading, gets a screen from Brianna Woodard. Return pass to Woodard, off the glass, no good. Backside rebound, loose, picked up by Houston. Tries to throw it up after being undercut, but then there's Brianna Woodard on the backside for the bucket. Hey, what is it like you like to say, look what I found, here's a bucket? Here it is. <laughs> it just look at what I found. As Houston thought she drew enough contact, she basically shot that almost laying on the floor. <laughs> and somehow it ends up in the hands of Brianna Woodard. Now a steal by Bell Thompson. On a pass from Morrison. 39-26 with two and a half minutes to go. Woodard, screen for Maddie Gillen. Screen and roll wasn't there that time. Gillen gets it to Mariah Reading. Now into Brianna Woodard. She travels. Yeah, she yeah. she wanted to turn and shoot it, but you know, like you've been saying, the whole the whole game slowed down. <laughs> you got a 13-point lead. Slow yeah. down. And now we're gonna have, I believe, a mask timeout with 2.23 to go, 39-26. We'll take a minute break here on AM 1330, FM 94.1, Titans by 13. Back here at Monmouth Roseville, the mascot timeout sponsored by Tickham's Electric. Now an, on an inbounds pass, a jump ball, tie up between, between Jordan Eads and uh, Bell Thompson. So the change of the alternating possession will go to the Morrison Phillies. The Morrison fans start to get a flustered as much as the ball club is at this yeah. point. And now tipped out of bounds by Brianna Woodard. Yeah, we're getting here nice and uh, nice and clear sitting right behind them. Nothing is easy against this Titan defense, and it hasn't been all season long. There's just nothing easy. And now a turnover on the inbounds pass as Morrison has prob problems getting it in, and they throw it away. It'll be Titan basketball at midcourt. They lead by 13 with 2.22 to go. Inbound to Mariah Reading. Started in the backcourt. Mike Cowley, uh, that is uh, Kendra Fisher. Now Gillen. Screen from Woodard. Gives it up to Bell Thompson, top of the key. Right wing reading. Gets a screen from Houston. Give and go not there. See, they're being a little bit more patient here. I like that. Now yep. Brianna Woodard will take it. Didn't need that. You spoke got her too shot, soon there, Got shot. her shot blocked by <laughs> Shelby Veltrop. They were so patient. And then Brianna Woodard just shot it right in the face of Shelby Veltrop. Ah, uh, yeah. that's a bad foul. And Brianna Woodard's going to pick up foul number three as she had good solid defense on Shelby Veltrop and tried to poke the pass away from behind. That'll put Beltrop, Shelby Beltrop on the free throw line, and she is money from there. 80% on the season and already two for two tonight. Which you've got to be when you're a big, you know, playing as a post player. Oh, you know, I'm, I hey, just, keep talking about the, free throws and how good girls are at it because you're good at jinxing them, if, and I'm okay when they do that. I am one of the biggest jinxes <laughs> of local sports radio, and I apologize <laughs> to the Morrison fans out there that are listening. As an 80% free throw shooter, just missed the front end of a one of the bonus. Gillen, shot and fouled on the shot by Callie Fisher. That'll be her fourth. We're going to see, we're going to see some girls foul out here pretty quick with a minute 33 to go. That'll put Bell Thompson at the free throw line where she is one of two. It will be a double bonus 
for Monmouth Roseville. Hey, you know I'd like to point out, things stay the way they are. Interim coaches this year are 3-0. Yes, I want to know Coach right. Looper is about to move to 2-0. You are right. That's <laughs> a great observation. You had to fill in for uh, for varsity boys head coach, Jake Sotelson, got a, got a great win at the Eastland shootout, man. That was a nice win for, for the Titans over East Dubuque. And then uh, Coach Looper has stepped in here for Coach Weber. He's, uh, unless things go absolutely haywire here in the last minute and a half for Monmouth Roseville. He's going to go to 2-0. We do have a timeout on the floor. It's full timeout. We'll step away and take a quick 30. 40-26. Monmouth Roseville leads Morrison with a minute and a half to go. Back here at Monmouth Roseville High School, the Titans leading the Morrison the Phillies. I keep wanting to say Mustangs. They're the Phillies on the girls' side. 40-26 to with Bell Thompson at the free throw line. The ICS 8th grade boys basketball team, Junior High, has uh, won the Sand Valley Conference Tournament with a 35-20 to win over A-Town tonight. Nice. So, Congratulations, Andrew Way, 14 points, and Clay Castile, 13 for uh, ICS. Second free throw missed by Bell Thompson, and a foul on the rebound by Monmouth Roseville. You don't want to do that either up by 14. No. You know, with those ICS boys, I'm excited to see some of those eighth grade boys come up and play some high school basketball. That's that's a, that's a good group that they got over there. That's a good ball club. Yeah. Uh, J uh, Jimmy Castile does a great job of sending me the ICS boys results, and uh, there's been a lot of W's I've been announcing in the morning show for sure. Tw uh, third foul on Mariah Reading and a missed free throw by Kendra Fisher and rebound to Monmouth Roseville and a foul on the rebound by... Morrison. I was just wondering if they were going to make that call because she's pretty far over Carmen Houston's back there. So that will put Carmen Houston at the free throw line. Two, four, six, seven points for Carmen, but boy, that does not even begin to tell the tale of the of the uh, of, of the uh, effect she's had on the ball game. Yeah, no kidding. She's played great defense on the bell chop, whichever one that she's been assigned to, and <laughs> it's just you know made a huge impact, keeping under very low scoring today. And you know uh, Morrison as a whole, who um, averages 50 points a game, is only at 26 right now. So I'm uh, I'm gonna wait till she shoots this free throw. There we go. I was going to say she'd made four in a row. I didn't want to jinx her. There's five in a row for Carmen Houston tonight. That gives the Titans a 16-point lead. Now just don't foul. I see picking up a little full-court pressure still, making Morrison take the time to get it over the timeline. But don't foul. Don't foul. Don't foul. Now left wing and driving in is Kendra Fisher. Cut off by Mariah Reading. Has to kick it back out. Nothing easy for against this Titan defense. Nothing. Into the lane, Carmen Houston's going to foul Cameron Beltrop. Carmen fouling Cameron. And that will be, that'll be Carmen's fourth foul with a minute one to go. You know, four fouls against some of these kind of oh, players, you yeah. know, this late in the game. I'm very, you know, happy with the way that she has spread out the fouls and just played defense as a whole. First free throw is good by Cameron Beltrop. That gives her 12 points tonight. Four points under her average. Shelby Veltrop with just four points all in the second quarter. And the free throw is up and good. So both free throws good by Cameron Veltrop. 42-228. Titans still with an eight, uh, 14 point lead with under a minute to go. Now just take care of the basketball. Take care of the basketball. Bell Thompson up top. Doesn't look like Morrison's in any big hurry to foul here, so the Titans should be able to milk a lot of this clock off. This is what I tell my guys, you know, in games. I, I have a saying, they all know it. I say free throws and layups. That's all I want That's you to it. score. Yes, nothing else. And Bell Thompson gets in the lane 
Not a layup, but, <laughs> but around a, the rim, I'll, I'll, I'll allow it. <laughs> about a five or six footer there. And now a steal by Bill Thompson in the backcourt. Just pull it out, just pull it out. There's no reason to do anything here. Just settle down. 20 seconds left, you know, don't get any crazy ideas. To Carmen Houston on the right wing, now back to Bell Thompson. They're not gonna foul, no need for a shot. Yeah, don't, yeah, nothing towards the rim. Now, guarding uh, Bell Thompson is Callie Fisher really hard. But Bell Thompson will dribble the baseline, knocked out of bounds by Morrison with five seconds to go. The Titans are gonna remain undefeated at 9-0 on the season. What a nice win. What a nice win over a really, really good Morrison Philly ball yeah, club. Yeah, just a good win to get here in the shoebox at home, you know, and to move to 9 0 and getting close to that Christmas break. It's a great spot to be in right now. 44 28, the Titans go to 9 0 on the season. They are now 3 0 in the West Division, depending on how Sherrard does tonight at Erie Prophetstown. Erie Prophetstown is 0 2, so on paper, it looks like Sherrard should pick up a win there, so the Titans will still be a half game behind the Sherrard Tigers. Mammoth Roseville and Sherrard do not even do battle until after uh, the first of the year. They'll be at Sherrard on January 13th, and then uh, you know, then February 3rd, Mammoth Roseville will get the Tigers at home. So those are two, I'm sure, uh, Coach Weber and Coach Looper are uh, are circling on the schedule. Yeah, it's a good one to look forward to, and it's kind of nice that it's not till later in the season. Kind of both teams can just get, you know, the stuff done in front of them and uh, meet for a good, highly contested game later on. I got a chance to see Rockridge play at the Robo Williamsfield Ridgewood Ridgewood tournament, and Rockridge has got, uh, they got a lot of height like this uh, Morrison uh, Philly ball club. So uh, can't forget about Rockridge either. They are two and one. Their only loss is to Sherrard here early on. So we'll break down the scoring. We'll get a chance to talk to head coach uh, for tonight, Mr. Don Looper. We'll be back in uh, three minutes. Back here at Mammoth Roseville High School as a happy bunch of Mammoth Roseville Titan fans uh, lead the shoebox tonight after a 14, a 16 point win, excuse me, 44 to 28. Titans by 16 over the Morrison Phillies. The Phillies will drop to seven and two on the season. Mammoth Roseville will improve to nine and zero, oh, and they'll be three and zero oh now in the Three Rivers Conference's West Division here early, early in the season. Everybody goes through twice. So two, four, six, eight, 10, 12. Uh, 12 games, three games into a 12-game division in between Monmouth Roseville, uh, Rockridge, Sherrard, and this Morrison uh, team. This is going to be a fun race all season long. Yeah, no kidding. It's going to be fun to see. You know, obviously I won't be able to make all the games, but just looking at the results, I mean, I'm, I'm excited for what this group has. Let's get to our post-game show sponsored by Lair's Collision Center. If you have collision damage repair, call Lair's Collision Center at 734-1949. They've got uh, something for everyone. Lair's Collision Center. We'll take a quick look at the scoring. Post-game scoring update is sponsored by Midwest Bank, your locally owned community bank investing in you, member FDIC, before uh, interim head coach Don Looper makes his way up here. We'll go through the scoring. First for the Morrison Phillies, 13 points for Cameron Beltrop. That's three points under her season average. Uh, five points for Kendra Fisher, four points for Shelby Beltrop. That's 14 points under her season average. I'll bet it's been since probably grade school since she's been held to four points in a ball probably. game. Probably, I would I would argue with you that probably has never happened yeah, before. Yeah, right. Two points apiece for Jordan Eads, Callie Fisher, and also Diana Robbins. Seven of ten from the free throw line are the Morrison Phillies. And for Mammoth Roseville, just four girls in the scoring column, led by Brianna Woodard with 15 points. What a great game from Brianna, man. 10 points apiece from Bell Thompson and Maddie Gillen, and nine points for Carmen Houston. 10 of 20 from the free throw line. 
but in the fourth quarter, one, two, uh, six, four, nine in the fourth quarter. That's where it counts. So made him one. Yeah, made him one that uh, when it counted. We'll try to get uh, Coach Looper up here and, and uh, speak to us here on the post-game show. Probably, uh, probably meeting with a whole bunch of media at this point. <laughs> I guess radio comes in last right. here uh, for Coach Looper. We're gonna have to we're gonna have to train him a little better. Uh, uh, we'll. Uh, have you got your offensive and defensive players of the game in, in mind? Yeah, I think so. All right, let's get to our offensive player of the game. Brought to you by Ben Olson Country Financial. Planning for a secure financial future takes knowledge and experience to make the right decisions. It's best to work with a professional like Ben to help build a plan for today and tomorrow. Who's your offensive player of the game? I think I've had to go with Brianna Woodard. You know, going against two girls, 6'2", six, 6'3". Six, I think there's no way that, you know, her dropping what was it, 15. I think there's no way that you don't give it to her with the way that she just battled tonight. And it was just a great effort by her I totally I, I, I couldn't agree more uh, at 10 points feet from Bell Thompson and Maddie Gillen Bell had a, had one heck of a fourth quarter with six points but it was Brianna's steady presence throughout right. the ball game our defensive player of the game which is brought to you by Clark and Glasgow Law Office in Monmouth representing clients on a wide range of criminal defense matters visit ClarkandGlasgowLaw.com who's your defensive player of the game you know can I give it to two people tonight you absolutely can absolutely in a night like it. tonight yes <laughs> I would give it to Lexi Finnecombe for all those steals that she had tonight and then on top of that the way that Carmen Houston just handled the Van Trapp girl or sister tonight. You know, both of them just played excellent defensively, and you know, it was hard to just single it down to just one. Yeah, I, I, I Lexi Finnecombe, absolutely for sure. She was everywhere, hands yeah. everywhere. I mean, steals and, and deflections, and, and also, and, and like you said, Carmen Houston, you gotta, you gotta give her something tonight for sure. All right, that's your offensive and defensive players of the game. Now joining us on the post-game show, we've got head coach of the of the uh, of the Mammoth Roseville Titans, Mr. Don Looper. Don, you are two and zero, my man. Well, by the grace of the Lord, and, and me not having a stroke, I'm good. <laughs> what a, what a what a fun ball game tonight, man. I mean, it was fun up here. I don't know how fun it was on the sidelines, but oh, fun, stressful, you know, <laughs> you know how it goes. What what a gutsy group. This is the first time uh, Ethan's had a chance to see the girls' team play in person, and we talked off the air before you even went on for our pregame show. You're going to enjoy watching this girls' team play, and he said he thoroughly enjoyed it. Well, I'll tell you what. Um, Again, I, I, I keep saying the same things over, but as our defensive as our defense goes, so therefore goes our offense. One just ignites the other. Um, you know, at first half, the first half we were doing some things right. I mean, let's face it, we, they got some they got some girls down there, and 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 we were we were taking it into them a little bit. We should have pulled up a little bit. Uh, I think our post players, I think our post players did a pretty good job. Uh, our footwork could be a little better, but I'll tell you what. For what they had and what we're not used to seeing around here, um, our execution on offense, I would give us about a six. Uh, we got some room for improvement, but here's the thing. These girls, we talked about down the locker room, is they just don't quit. <laughs> they just don't quit. And, you know, that second half, I've, I'm not mistaken by memory, did, did we allow eight points only that second half? Uh, Am I right? Two in the third quarter. Two points in the third two quarter. Two points in the third quarter and then six. So eight points total in the in second, the second half. half. And therein lies, therein lies tonight's game. That defense stepped up and they started recognizing lanes. They started anticipating better on a little press. And they just came out of nowhere. And I'm telling you what, I, I did hear you guys, I overheard you guys talking. But Lexi Finnegan. Oh, my gosh. Absolutely. I think there was two of her out there tonight. <laughs> she did such a mar and anticipating. And even, I don't like them leaving their feet in the middle of the floor like that. But she anticipated that ball well enough many, many times and disrupted a lot of stuff out there. So she did an amazing job. 
Yeah, and you know, here and like I was telling Ethan, a lot of the stuff that we were running, 90% of the time ended up in layups in games that we haven't played, you know, a 6-2 and a 6-3 post player tonight. Yeah. We were running our game. We we're just running right into the Veltrop sisters. I mean, you well, know. They're 6-2 and got a got an eight-foot wingspan. And I mean, smart. They, 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 don't, they don't foul when they block shots. They no. just stay on the ground and they block shots. And that's one of the things we were, I think we were allowed, we were kind of get, trying to get into them, but we weren't, we, and they were, they were leaving the ground a lot. And so our timing on taking advantage of that, uh, we need to improve that. I think, I think they'd have been in foul trouble a little sooner if we'd have done a better job on that but that's just learning we haven't played against that kind of post yet so but I but, but the resiliency and they kept attacking they didn't get discouraged and so to me that that says everything that we as a coaching staff need to know uh, Maddie Gillen played her usual steady game 10 points but uh, Bell Thompson what a great job of running the offense by Bell Thompson tonight she read the floor. We talked before the game a few times. Uh, Coach Coach Weber and I talked a few times. Talked to Bell again, and pretty much the consensus was, Bell, this is a big game. Bell, you're our captain. Bell, you're our senior leader. You see something on the floor. You know this offense as well as anybody out here. Let's run this ball club, and we let her run it. We discussed. We talked about what well, girls. What are you seeing out there? And it was a collaboration. But Bell was really almost like another assistant coach on that floor tonight. This uh, I know it's we're only nine games in, but man, this is a big one. It really is. It's I know it's, it's just we're just nine games in, but this was a big one. It really well, was. It, well, for us, it was one of the biggest. It's a good a, quite test. frankly, the biggest test we had. We were dealing with something that we hadn't dealt with all year long, and it's a learning curve. Mm -hmm. And we needed that next step. Rockridge is going to bring not not quite amount of the same amount of height, but they're going to bring some height with even maybe a little bit more athleticism. So you're going to see it again a couple oh, yeah. more times with Rockridge. Oh yeah. Well, we're, it, this game's over now. Mm -hmm. We step back in the gym, start practicing. All right. So like everything else, we build it one day at a time. We get better at what we do, one day at a time. You and got that's you, it. You got West Hancock at West Hancock coming yep. up next week. You got uh, your home versus Roval Williamsfield in a rescheduled game for next Tuesday. Uh, your home versus Camp Point Central Southeastern. Coach Long always brings a quality ball club yeah, no matter they're, what they've got. They're going to be tough. And then that'll take you in the Erie Prophetstown tournament. You know, I, 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 I won't speak for Coach Weber. I'll just speak if I uh, – I'm, I'm just going to talk about Monday's game. Uh, down yeah. the road, pff, yeah, because I mean, – Everything we're doing is, is small steps. Mm -hmm. We can't take four or five steps all at once. And sometimes we don't see a lot of growth from game to game, but we see growth from game to game. And as long as we stay steady, these girls believe in each other. Uh, they, they were really excited in that, that, that locker room they night. Should've Coach, they should have been. Oh, Laura, Maddie. They um, should have been. You know, Carmen, um, she had a hell of a game. You're all right. Um, she... Um, <laughs> Sometimes she got a little frustrated because she's always been the aggressor. Yes. Which she can still be, but because of their reach. But that's just that's just an adjustment that she's going to make. And once when she gets that adjustment made, oh gosh, her strength, and she's quick for her size. And that's just it. You're going up against uh, you know six two six three a junior and a freshman with with a sophomore and a freshman. Yeah. I mean they're not even juniors yet, and they were yeah. battling what they had to to battle tonight. Well, I tell you what, it's. <laughs> I, I've been I've been I've been antsy all day for tonight's game. I just you know because that, the competition breeds. Uh, uh, it's not anxiety. It's just it's an eagerness to get out there and let's see what we got. And the girls they were ready for the last two nights in practice. The girls were ready in the locker room before the game. Um, and tonight I felt like we learned more than that we showed. If that makes any sense at all. 
Um, you know, I'll tell you what, I know Coach Weber wasn't with us on the sideline, but we're talking a lot. <laughs> they over-texted on the phone. I mean, he, he's here. <laughs> and so his footprint is on this win tonight as much as not more than anybody. So um, it was a great team win tonight, and the bench was loud. bench was in on it, and the girls were hustling. They, they were learning. They were adjusting on passing lanes, and I just can't be more proud of these girls tonight. That's a fun team, man. It really is. It's a fun team to watch. I love how they get along. I mean, they're <laughs> There was a period of time where, where there was one girl that made one defensive play, and it was like four girls just rushed to her and was picking her up and patting her on the back. And I think yeah. it was a charge call. A couple of them were giving the charge uh, call. Oh, yeah, they did cool. a little celebration there. I don't know how that worked <laughs> over for it, but 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 that but that it, when when they're having fun, they kind of come out of that shell yep. and they can play instead of thinking about it. So we encourage. I mean, we make mistakes, but you know who doesn't? But if they're having fun, they're more apt to just just go. What's the old saying? Don't think, meat. You only you only hurt the ball club. Don't think. <laughs> yes. Don't think. Yeah, you exactly. Only hurt the ball club. All right, coach. Congratulations. That's a nice win. Thank uh, you, you got a busy week next week, and uh, and keep this thing rolling. It's a fun team. That's head coach Don Looper tonight with the Mama Rose Titans, filling uh, still filling in here for uh, Mr. Scott Weber and two and zero Coach Looper. So we appreciate uh, we appreciate him joining us here on the post game show. Uh, anything else, Ethan? We got no. any any, uh, any thoughts on this ball game? Nope. I was uh, finally excited to come see them play in person, and uh, they definitely didn't disappoint tonight. It's so. a fun team, man. You, folks need to get out and watch them, and, and whenever they're close in the area, uh, get out and support these girls on the road because they they give their all. Nine and zero Mama Throwsville now. Morrison drops to seven and two after a 44 to 28 win by mama throwsville uh, we'll be on the air tomorrow night we'll be in knoxville for the titan boys basketball game against the blue bullets we'll be from knoxville high school it'll be a 7 30 tip-off scheduled tip-off so we'll be on the air at about 7 15 over on our sister station sunny 97.7 wmoi and then breakfast with the red storm and heat on saturday morning as we'll have uh, the first game of the United Boys Basketball Holiday Tournament from United High School. 10.30 in the morning on Saturday, it will be West Central and United in the first game of a week-long tournament there at the Fieldhouse at uh, United High School. A couple more games here this week on the Prairie Communications Sports Network. I'm Sean Temple for Ethan Sikorsky and Julie Richardson producing tonight's broadcast. Another fantastic job by our board hops here at the PCSN. Until tomorrow night, folks, have a great evening.